Evangelists, Are You Really Saving the Lost? by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Let me ask the evangelist, what caused mankind to fall in the first place? Lose their ownership to the planet, become prisoners of time, and subject to death and decay? Can you truly answer properly? Would your answer be, they ate from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil? Genesis chapter 2 verse 9 speaks of this knowledge. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also a different kind of tree from those above. In the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In verses 16 and 17 man was given explicit orders concerning this knowledge. Genesis chapter 2 verses 16 and 17 And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, talking of natural trees, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Now we see their fall in Genesis chapter 3 verses 3 through 6. But of the fruit, knowledge, of the tree, of good and evil, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. The lie. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil able to choose for yourself what is good or bad, and not bother to seek the mind of God. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, food for thought, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit, knowledge her intellect would now be based from, and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. She would be wise, and not need God, or so she thought. Isaiah chapter 11 verses 6 through 9 gives us a clue as to what will eventually restore mankind, however. It starts out by giving us a glimpse of the new earth God promises in Revelation chapter 21 verse 11. In Isaiah chapter 11 verses 6 through 9, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The animals will no longer eat each other. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. The animal kingdom will be in harmony with us. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. Here is why. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So we see that there will eventually come a time when man will choose knowledge from the correct tree, the tree of life, bringing restoration. As we know from the word, man was barred from the tree of life the knowledge of God, 
wisdom and understanding were not allowed to be fed to Adam and Eve in a quantity that would restore them to their original state. Genesis chapter 3 verses 22 through 24 Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. It is knowledge from the tree of life that gives us eternal life. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. They were obligated to pay the price of sin. They would no longer live eternally. They would pay with their lives, as do all their descendants today. Or do they? God had a plan. He made a human body for his knowledge to live in. His thoughts, his truth, his word became flesh and was sacrificed for man's sin. And, as if it was not enough, this person resurrected from his sacrificial death, thereby defeating the prince of darkness and the evil spirits under him. The bondage in which they held mankind captive was destroyed. This being was to be known as the Son of God. His name is called Jesus. Luke chapter 1, verses 30 and 31. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And in verse 33 we read, in Luke chapter 1, verse 33, And he, Jesus, will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. We today have the hope of belonging to this kingdom and must share this hope with others. Now let us take a better look at who this Jesus really is. John chapter 1 verse 1 In the beginning was the Word, truth, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1 Verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of this only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19, shows us why the Word was sent to earth. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. We too must have the word, the knowledge of God in us, to be able to reconcile man back to God. We must understand God's plan, His promises, and direction for the new ones. First of all, we must let interested ones know there is a second chance planned for mankind, but it requires a new birth. Jesus explained in John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Peter explained further in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said to them, 
Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not the titles Father, Son, Holy Spirit, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Here lies another problem. Many people that evangelize do not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. They so miss the plan of God. You see, through the Holy Spirit, the new creature is gifted to have access once again, as did Adam before the fall, to the word of knowledge and wisdom. This new creature is to also be able to discern what spirit is around them, unlike Eve who was fooled by Satan, the old serpent. The Spirit will equip them to prophesy the Father's will to others, and through a language no one understands but the Father. Their newly awakened spirit can also directly speak to God in prayer. The new creature also has the ability to speak in a tongue they themselves do not understand, while those listening are hearing the message in their own language, as seen in Acts chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. Acts chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused, because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not these all who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each in our own language, in which we were born? Through the Spirit of God, these new creatures also had the gift of healing, faith to do the impossible, and even miracles happen in their presence. The newborns become blood brothers with Jesus as they partake of communion and join in an eternal covenant with Him, granting eternal life and eligibility to receive the Abrahamic covenant as well. How? Let us read Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Wow! Is this not exciting? Now let us look at Romans chapter 4, verse 13. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world. Read that again. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world. Was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. This promise is not to those under the law of Moses. It is for those who believe in the Son of God. It is for the born-again, spirit-filled seed of Abraham that have the faith to believe in the provision of God and His promises to His family. As I said, the new creature walks in faith, and so they have what it takes to realize God's covenant promises. They are the double-blessed, they have the new covenant of Christ to receive all spiritual blessings and the Abrahamic covenant to receive all physical blessings. Now here is what I want the church to see, especially the evangelists. How can new converts know these promises, understand their inheritance in God, or be a functional member in the body of Christ if they're not taught these things? Romans chapter 10 Verse 14, How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher?